Good morning and welcome to the Girls Who Sell Spotlight podcast, where we talk about everything business to business sales. My name is Heidi Solomon Orlick, and I am the founder and CEO of Girls Who Sell. At Girls Who Sell, we are not only committed to closing the gender gap in B2B sales, but to building the largest pipeline of diverse early stage female sales talent. We are more than a company. We are a movement. On today's episode, I am super excited to introduce you to Tammy Adams, founder of TA Speakers Management. Tammy is responsible not only for coaching speakers and preparing them for engagement, but she creates opportunities for her clients to speak at a wide range of events and meetings. This is an amazing way for her clients to build their personal brands. Tammy, welcome to the spotlight and thank you for joining us from Canada, I think. Yes, from Toronto. Hello, Heidi. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I, I appreciate you um, you joining us. So really interested in learning a little bit of, more about your business and your journey into working with and coaching speakers. I would love to. So funny enough, I, I want to start with prior to my business, just because I was somebody that actually didn't intentionally get into sales. So I think it's amazing if you choose it as an intentional career. And I probably would have had I known what sales was back then. But I actually was working in events uh, for a speaker management or speaker agency. And I was doing logistics and then got bored and was like, I want to do the next thing. And that was a sales role. And it's funny because to me, I always had this mentality that sales was like dirty car salesman kind of sales. <laughs> I don't know why. You and just, the, most of the rest of the world have that perception. I think. I think so, right? Yeah, like that's what I thought it was at first. But when I really started to think about moving into a sales role and selling thought leaders and talent or selling people, as as is really what I do, um, you know, when I when I did that, um, I realized that sales really is relationship development and building and nurturing. And that is something I've always been really good at. I love people, absolutely love them. And so I was always really good at connecting with people. And the best advice that I ever got from my boss was literally, Tammy, be yourself and follow the process and you will do fine. And so I was like, wait, no formal sales training? Like, you know, no, be yourself and follow the process. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I became very successful. And I worked there for five, five more years in that role. COVID hits. Best year yet I'm having. I just won an award for supplier of the year in the events industry, which is pretty big. Um, definitely the big one of the bigger awards. And, you know, everything was amazing. My sales were skyrocketing. And then COVID hits. And like many of us, especially in events in a certain other industries, I lost my job. Uh, the company just couldn't sustain. And, you know, it was what it was. And it took me shock. Shock, I would say, and grief were probably the two things that I went through because I was comfortable. I was thinking about having kids. Like things were, you know, moving in a different direction. But then when I reevaluated, and I had to do a lot of mental work here, um, you know, um, and confidence work about what I wanted to do. I said, you know what? Like women in business are incredible. And I've seen some so many women-owned businesses and women, other women that I knew in business. And I said, I can do this. 
but it really was the support network that helped me. So I started TA Speakers Management. And the reason I did that was because I absolutely love what I do. So I was like, I don't want to do anything else. And I also felt I worked for the best. So I didn't want to work for less than the best. Um, So I said, you know what, let's start my own business. And I did. And I had clients right out of the gate, luckily, because I have so many connections within the events and speaking industry. And so what I do at TA Speakers Management is I have a few different components of my business. So I definitely have the coaching and consulting side. So I do, as Heidi, as you mentioned, I work with speakers, you know, to emerging speakers really to help them, you know, develop themselves on the stage to get out there, to put themselves out there and to get paid engagements. Then, but the, what I majority spend my time at, with doing is I have two incredible speakers, female uh, entrepreneur speakers working in the cultural retention, recognition, and diversity, equity, inclusion, mental health spaces. And I work with them and manage all their day to day when it comes to speaking. I manage their leads, I find them leads, uh, prospect for them, sell them to people. Um, really from a perspective of what the value that they have to offer and the difference they can make for people's audiences. And I and I love that. I absolutely love that. And so that's what I, I spend most of my time doing. And then I have opportunities as well to work with other speakers um, as inquiries come up. So it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been about a year now, a year in September. Um, and yeah, I'm just constantly, you know, um, thinking about how I can put myself out there more, how I can promote my business, how I can promote the speakers I work with. So that is a little bit about my journey. Yeah. Wow. What a what an incredible story. And I'll tell you, you know, I think the numbers are 3.2 million women left the workforce um, because of COVID. And um, I think the, I think the one silver lining because there has been such an impact to the world overall. And we've, taken many steps back, I think. Um, and, and, and that's probably a whole podcast for a whole other day. But, um, but I think the silver lining of it is that there are so many women who have pivoted from their corporate jobs to Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship jobs. So I love the fact that, you know, you picked yourself up out of the ashes and, um, and, and you made it work right? And you're going to make a career out of it. So bravo to you. Thank you, Heidi. And oh my gosh, you are so right. Especially in the events industry, there's a whole Facebook group called Raindrops Raindrops on Roses. And it literally is about event professionals who have swiveled their career. We don't use pivot in events because it's like, it's like a swear word (laughs) who have swiveled their business, like their businesses to own their own business. So whether that be, they do makeup or they do charcuterie boards. I mean, one of my friends just start, you know, quit her corporate job because she was so unhappy there and, you know, stressed out and started her own charcuterie business. And it's, she's incredible. And, you know, and it's like, and, and so, yes, there has been a huge trend towards female business owners, uh, be, p- females becoming business owners. And I have tons of friends. And that's the amazing thing is there's a huge support network, too, now is like, you know, and, and I'm big on women supporting women. So, yeah, I would agree with that 100 percent that there's been a huge trend towards um, women businesses. And I think it's in, that is a silver lining. I always look for silver linings during negative times too, Heidi. And, you know, to the second silver lining is that I've really seen that COVID has brought people together more 
and re and especially with women have realized we need to support each other and we should. And if I help you, you help me and everybody's happy and we fuel each other forward. So yeah, huge trend in that as well. I, I, I totally agree. So let's talk a little bit about your approach to selling. Selling people is a little bit different, right? I mean, most people it think is. of, well, I sell a product or I sell a service, but um, yeah, don't ever say that at the border, Heidi. It doesn't yeah. go <laughs> I just like a negative connotation. So maybe we need to think of a new way to position that. But but talk to me about one, why speaking is important as women begin to build their own personal brands. And then two, how do you go about positioning your clients to, you know, positioning your clients for prospective engagements? Yeah. So, I mean, speaking is really important, whether you want to be a, a full-time speaker or whether you just want to do it for exposure, because it puts you out there and it shows people what you have to offer. It's a unique way to do that. And I believe women specifically have unique stories and experiences and thoughts and ideas that men don't. I mean, I think there are great men speakers and I, I know many and they're wonderful, um, but I really feel that women just have more unique experiences that allow us to become incredible storytellers and really be vulnerable and authentic. And I think that's really important when it comes to speaking is, you know, we are always so in our heads about things. And if we don't share what we're dealing with, what we're, what we're, our thoughts are, our ideas, then, then it does nothing for the world, right? So I think, you know, getting, putting yourself out there, like I said, whether you want to do it full-time, I mean, full-time speaking, keynote career is incredible. It pays well. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun, but it's no easy road <laughs> to go down. It's another business. Um, and, you know, or you do it as opportunities to highlight your business because, selling really is value, right? Like that is what selling is, you know, uh, cold calling doesn't really exist anymore. In my opinion, like I've, I hate it when people call me and, um, you know, out of the blue and they have no idea what my business is or what I'm doing or anything. And I'm like, why are you calling me? <laughs> you know? So, so it's really all about the value that you offer. So if you have a business and you're offering a product or you're offering a service of some kind and you go out and you speak about that, um, that just highlights you even more as a thought leader in that space and people find credibility and, and then it gives an opportunity for them to, to hear what you have to say and get to know you a little bit better, which I think is really, really important. So that's the kind of the first part of your question of like, why I think speaking, um, you know, is a great opportunity. Um, and then the secondly, in terms of the approach, you know, it's funny you ask about the sales process, because I have to tell you, you know, when I worked for a company and I had a lot of leads coming in, it was a different sales process um, because I had people coming to me. So it was interesting going into becoming an entrepreneur and having to do it myself. And I wouldn't say that I've perfected the process. I, I really wouldn't. Like I'm, it's trial and error, my friends. <laughs> you know, it's it's about sticking to the value. So saying like, so for example, you know, if I'm selling Sarah McVannell, one of my speakers, she's an international recognition uh, expert and culture expert. 
there's lots going on in the world right now about retention and recognition within organizations because people don't want to work anymore <laughs> and or they're being very picky because the pandemic has shown them that hey i can live i can be with my kids when i want to i can live an easier life so why don't i just start my own business versus going and working for a company so with her you know i'm sticking to okay what's the value she can bring to this organization what are the challenges that they're facing and how can she help so for example you know in uh, fast food right now like front like in that realm of things they're having a hard time retaining staff so i might approach a fast food company and say hey like are you having issues with retaining your people. can't imagine how it's gone over the past, you know, year or so, um, 18 months, you know, Sarah is, you know, the expert in this space and I will talk about what she can do for them. Um, you know, so that's kind of my salesperson is really like targeting clients that I feel would resonate with her messages and then approaching them from a value added perspective of, Hey, I'm here and she can make a difference for your people and really connecting with that. If you have healthy, happy, fulfilled people in your organization, then you're going to have a happy business bottom line. So, and that's the bottom line there, right? So it's, it's like helping them do that. You know, if I'm selling Samra Zafar, she's a diversity, equity, inclusion, and mental health expert. She has an insane story of being a child bride and coming to Canada as a child bride and all the things that she dealt with. So, you know, I'm connecting with people that there's a big trend in diversity, equity, inclusion in organizations these days, because it's all about being inclusive. It's all about creating a psychologically safe space for people, um, you know, so that they can come to work as themselves and as and regardless of what they've dealt with or their background. So then I'm approaching people who care about that and I'm helping them fuel that kind of environment within their organizations through SAMRA. So that's a little bit about, um, you know, I think that's great. I love the, um, the thought leadership component too, because it's not, I mean, I, I get asked to speak a lot at, um, different events. Um, haven't really thought about, and maybe that's something I actually need to think about in the future, actually, um, is going directly to companies and doing speaking. I wasn't aware that companies hired speakers. So, I mean, maybe for motivational speakers and for SKOs or those kinds of things. So that's interesting. That's not something that I had thought about. But generally, it's been on the event circuit, you know, for, right. um, you know, you know, different events. But I'm not... Uh, generally speaking about girls who sell. Um, I'm generally out there speaking about why it's important for organizations to add women to their sales teams. And so by virtue of the fact that I'm out there speaking about that, I elevate my brand and my both my company brand as well as my personal brand as a thought leader and I think that's, you know, I think that's really interesting. Do you have any stats in terms of how that then translates directly into revenue? Uh, like, what do you mean specifically by that? Well, I mean, if, if, if just in terms of how elevate, how speaking and, you know, being out there as a thought leader then translates into 
you know, making more money and being more successful as an executive, um, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't have numbers <laughs> per yeah. se. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Like I have like, honestly, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen, you know, um, people, yeah, just putting themselves out there and like, you know, executives specifically, actually, I do work with a lot of executives on the coaching side, because what happens is they have done what they've done. They have all this experience. They're brilliant people. Um, and they're like, what's next? And they want to share what they've learned in their careers. Right. So then they say, okay, I want to do some speaking. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's like anything, right? Like even in social media, it's like, you have to be out there. You have to create yourself as a thought leader. And it, and Heidi, you're right. Like, it's not about, you don't go out and say, I'm girls who sell and this is this. No, you go out and you share. Nobody cares thought. about that, to Nobody be cares. honest. I they're mean, like, okay, that's cares. great. Well, okay. Well, yeah, they're know. like, that's great. But like, how can you help me? We're very like, uh, selfish people. Like we are, it's the truth. Like we want to know. It's all about me. What can you do? It is all about me. And we don't have the time to deal with something that's not going to help us. Like that is what I've learned. You know, we don't have the time anymore. We're so bombarded with messages. We're so bombarded with prospect sales. We're so bombarded with news and articles to read and everything out there. You know, and so we do not have the time to focus on everything. And so we're very picky with what we pay attention to and what we focus to focus on. Right. And so, yeah, it's about that. Like me coming on this podcast is a thought leadership space. Right. Uh, You know, I'm doing another one on choosing a virtual speaker. I did a post about, you know, um, some tips on choosing your next speaker for an event. That post went viral, like it went, it didn't go viral, but it like, it took off and it got a lot of views because it's, it's, it's thought leadership that you're providing. It's, it's something that's going to help someone. So it's about giving a little bit and it's hard when you own your own business, I will say this to not get too attached to, okay, I must make money. I must make money. I must make money. Like you have to have that in your head, but you want to be committed. I love this analogy of committed versus attached. You want to be committed to the outcome, but you don't want to be attached to it. Cause once you become attached, you start to come off too salesy and then people go, Oh, slow down there, buddy. Like, and then they, and then they don't want to buy from you. So, and I've certainly made those mistakes. Like I'm, you know, sending video messages to people. It's all about standing out as well. Right. So like, I'm sending video messages to people on um, using Loom. I'm sending voice messages on LinkedIn now, trying that out to get a bit of my personality out there. Because one thing that I've been told is people love my bubbliness, my energy, my passion, and my personality. So it's like, how do I show that in the digital space? And this is kind of swiveling to like trends in digital now, but you know, it's it's how do I show myself and how do I stand out? So whether you're an entrepreneur or you work for an organization, I think having a personal brand and thought leadership brand is so key. And that's really what's going to make you stand out. Yeah, I I agree 100% uh, with that as well. But, you know, one issue is that people are terrified to yeah. speak. Yeah. And so, you know, and some of the best speakers that I've heard have these stories about being super shy or introverted and they, they kind of pushed through that fear and, and did it anyway. So I guess this more goes into the coaching side of your business. And, and I assume you get more confident as you do it. I know that worked for me, my first speaking engagement, I was deer in the headlights and then I got some good feedback and I was like, Oh, okay. I can, 
do this. And I've gotten more and more confident over time. But how do you coach people through that? That's a really good question. So yes, part of it is practice, practice, practice. Um, so interesting enough, I had a speaker that I'm coaching. Uh, she's an incredible uh, psychologist um, that I'm working with. And she, yeah, she really was doing her first uh, kind of professional speaking engagement um, for the events industry, which event planners book speakers. So the clients, um, and she had to do it in person. So she didn't even, it wasn't even virtually her first one. It was in person. And, you know, of course she was nervous, you know, but I think how I coach people through that is we talk about their expertise. We rationalize it. So this is like the imposter syndrome coming up. Right. And, and, um, especially for women, it's, oh my God, I, I constantly still battle it. I, I, it doesn't end like that doesn't go away. I think it's like, for me, what works is, okay, um, you know, with her, it was like, okay, you're the thought leader. Like there's a reason that they picked your topic because you have something to offer. You're so passionate about this topic. You know, it's all about like expectations and how they run our lives and how, if we adjust them, then, you know, we can live an easier life. So it's like, you know, you're passionate. So they've chosen you for a reason. So it's that rational, right? Because your brain is the reason that it's terrifying. It's because it's vulnerable. It's about being vulnerable and it's about putting yourself out there. And, you know, women, I don't think have been told over the years to be in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Like my generation a little bit more um, as I grew up, but still like it's really, you know, men are like be in the spotlight, boast, put yourself out there. Women are more like "Ah, be behind the scenes, you know, don't boast too much because then you're going to come off as like bitchy or whatever, (laughs) you know, so don't. Or it's a be seen but not heard mentality, which exactly. is certainly for my generation, that was it. But I never it. followed much of that anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> and I love that you didn't follow that, Heidi. Um, but yes, exactly that. You know, it's it's yeah, it's really like so how I do it is really just like we rationalize, we say, okay, what are you afraid of? How do we how do we ensure that you're prepared? So that you don't need to be afraid because you've prepared, you've practiced, you practice, you practice because practice is key. And it's not about memorization. It's about just getting comfortable with the content and then and then coming at it from an authentic perspective. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, connecting with the audience, really being there with them. Um, So that's what we work on is we just work on like rationalizing those thoughts and, and saying like, you know, yes, you're and, you know, she said, I'm really nervous. Like and I said, of course, you're nervous. Like, you, this is something new. It's something different. And, and it's okay to be nervous. And I've even talked to like professional speakers who've been on stage about 50 times and I, or more, and I've asked them, I'm like, are you nervous? And they're like, yeah, like they're every still, time, every Actually, time. I think you, you, you can use that as an edge. Once you get to the point where you're not nervous, I think you've lost your, a bit of your passion. I don't know. I, I think, think so. if you can rechannel those nerves into the energy that you give back to the room. Um, I, I don't know. I think it, it's it is. You care. It's yeah. because you care. That is why you're nervous because you want to do a good job and you care. Even me prepping for this podcast, I'm like, I care. So I want to, I can go out of my head, but no, I want to put notes down. I want to prep. I want to get my, get an idea of what I want to say. Right. So it's like, I didn't just come on here and, you know, just out of my head. I could have, and maybe I would have done a good job, but that's a, that's a risk I wasn't willing to take. It's the same. So, you know, with my speaker is, you know, I said, of course you're nervous. Yes, you care. 
and it's because you care, but you're good, but you have an incredible message. We, you know, we've read, we talked about this and, you know, it resonates. So go and do your thing. And she did. And it was so awesome. The feedback was, she said, Tammy, it went so well. A woman actually came up to me and started crying because it resonated with her so much. And I said, you did an incredible job, my friend, because you've connected with the emotion of the audience. And that is what will continue to feel your career forward is if you really connect with the value that you provide and the emotion with them. So that's a little bit about how I kind of coach people through it is just honestly rationalizing your thoughts. (laughs) And the storytelling part of it, I think is really important because that is how people connect with you. I, I always say that sales is storytelling. That's really what it is. Uh, and through telling a story, it's how you're going to be able to add value to the to the customer that you're or prospect that you're speaking with. But just and and we're almost out of time. But just a, one last question is, you know, confidence is a big issue. And and as you know, through Girls Who Sell, we work with college age and high school age young women who might be considering a, a career in sales. And, um, you know, one of the things that a a lot of the the students, particularly who are in school, um, who are really interested in sales, that may be in sales certification programs or going through sales academies or um, and participating in sales competitions have this concern or fear or issue with confidence as they're you know, as they're preparing for these competitions, what kind of advice would you you give? And I'll, I'll give you an example. We sure. I just spoke at Oregon State University uh, and uh, to their sales academy class, and we were actually talking about the elevator pitch. Hmm. And so I was not to get into lots of detail, but we were talking about how to that it's not about you really that it's really when you're when you're making your audio your elevator pitch that you need to connect with your audience and you need to have them understand why what you do or what you're selling matters to them yes okay so we were talking a little bit about that and one of the things that came up is how do I create that story? You know, how do I go about connecting with my customer in that way? So if we have someone, you know, a young woman in our audience that's listening to this, that may be thinking about a career in sales um, or preparing for a upcoming sales competition, because it's that time of year when all the sales competitions are happening, what advice would you give them? So preparing for a career or considering a career in sales, I'll start with that. You know, the advice I would give them there is be passionate about what you're selling. Passion fuels you to move forward. I can, you know, things I feel passionate about are making a difference for people, thought leadership. Um, You know, one of the things I love the most is when a speaker speaks and they make a difference and I get to see that and I get to hear that. So 
I could sell probably venue space at a hotel because I believe in the events and I'm passionate about events. I could sell real estate because I think that's really cool. And, you know, helping somebody find their dream home would resonate with me. But I couldn't sell like a vacuum cleaner, for example. I just couldn't resonate with that. So, and some people can. So I think it's like my advice there is think about what it is that you're really, really passionate about. And what is the difference you want to make in the world? Because sales makes a difference for people. If you're selling vacuum cleaners, you're helping people clean their home. Like it's, it's true, right? Like it's, it, 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 you know, that's what it is. And like, we'll go back to the whole value. So that would be my advice there is really just find what you're passionate about and, and use that to fuel yourself into a career of sales, whether that be working for someone else or working for yourself. And then, you know, preparing for a competition, um, you know, really doing the research on the audience, finding out what it is that matters to them. Because like you said, it's about them and not you. And it's really hard not to make it about you because we love to talk about ourselves. It's the truth, <laughs> you know, so and I battle, I battle this all the time. You know, sometimes I start to write an email to someone and I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is too much about me. So I adjust it and I make it more about them, but it's not easy to do. So I definitely think obviously preparation. So practice, you know, is key, but really honing in to what it is that you're delivering to them. So for me, I believe in inspiring excellence to make a difference in the world through speech. So that is what I tell people. That is part of my my elevator pitch is really like I help you look good to your audience um, by providing you an incredible speaker who cares, who matters, who's going to do the research, who's going to. Um, you know, uh, this is a little bit more of an elevator pitch, but you know what I mean? Like I, I, that's essentially what I'm saying in doing that. And, and, and they see the passion and they see how much I care. And so then they're like, okay, let's talk. And maybe you can provide somebody to me. That's going to make a difference for my audience. So that would be my advice for them. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you so much, Tammy. I really appreciate your time today. And, um, how can people get a hold of you or if there's a, you know, woman or, or even a man, I know that you work with uh, both men and women, but uh, who are interested in learning more about what you do and um, perhaps, you know, yeah, for know, sure. So doing more speaking engagement, how can they, <laughs> how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. So I'm on LinkedIn. That is my, that is my biggest place that I like to to network because it is the largest uh, networking platform out there. So definitely you can find me under Tammy, T-A-M-I, Adams, A-D-A-M-S, uh, on LinkedIn. Um, I do have a website as well, taspeakersmanagement.com. And my email is Tammy at, so T-A-M-I at taspeakersmanagement.com. So those are some of the places. I'm on Instagram too. So honestly, you can reach out to me, whatever your preference is. If you're an Instagram person, send me a message on Instagram. If you're a LinkedIn person, send me a message there. If you want to email me, you can send me a message there. I'm pretty open to how you want to contact me. But yeah, and that's really, if you want to you know, find out about more about what the, the professional speaking world looks like, or if you have an event or you have an organization and you know you want a speaker that's going to make a difference, then I would love to chat further. So that's a little bit of how you can find me. That sounds great. Tammy, again, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate what you're doing and so excited to see your business grow. So thank you. Um, thank you. And you as well. Thank you for having me. <laughs>